Microphone check. One, two, what is this? Microphone check. Microphone check. One, two, what is this? Microphone check. Musings of the mayor. He. He. This is the mayor of Kentish Town. You is listening. To musings of the mayor. Yeah, 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 indeed. This is me, Robinson Graham Luther, right? Honorable, of course, mayor of Queen's Town. Uh, it's April. I've lost all track of the time, the date. I think it's like between Christmas and New Year, but uh, I don't even know if it's warm. I don't go outside. I'm trying to proper quarantine, yeah. Because the longer I'm ensconced in my town hall, this beautiful majestic building NW5 in North London, longer I'm here behind a brick wall, the big fine Victorian thick brick wall, the more frightened I am about going out into the wide world. The kind of post-apocalyptic shit that's up and that way. Actually, it's very hard to tell the difference on Kentish Town High Street. What is more post-apocalyptic? Because that, for a long time, has been a modus operandi of Kentish Town High Street. Post-apocalyptic, uh, mixed with a bit of 70s Irish, mixed with a bit of 1950s Britain, mixed with a soup song of Greece. It's a potpourri, it's a melting pot. It is a melange, a smorgasbord of all different kinds of people. And I'm its mayor. That's why I'm staying in these walls, in the thick brick behind the thick brick of the Victorian design, beautiful municipality, principality, if you like. Um, I'm guarding it. I'm guarding it against the savages, the marauders, the kind of the Mad Max types that will get on their bikes and try and loot this place, thinking that it ain't being looked after, but it is. Not by some lucky, not by some makeshift flim-flam man that has been employed uh, for an agency or something to look after to a kind of personal security. No, by the mayor himself. I've kept my chains in the box because if shit does go down, if I've got to step right up to the plate, can't be having that big mayoral uh, chain or office dangling there give something that these pricks to hold on to and pull me down so that's firmly in his box yes yeah, a beautiful mahogany box that i appropriated i i, 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 I suppose i would um what did I, a, square, a ring fenced it i ring fenced some of the council tax that the good people the good people of kentish town they pay for the services of the council and the mayor and one of them services is maintaining the mayoral robes of office and the general accoutrements that also come with said robes of office. So I thought, can't have that shit just banging about in a drawer. You need to have its own mahogany box inlaid, of course, with the... Uh, my beautiful, my own um, motto, Mikum non fucuis, do not fuck with me. That is Latin, 
right there, right there, old school. So uh, everyone knows, everyone knows me, uh, especially around these parts. But if you don't, I've been elected mayor of Kenji Town for some time. And uh, I take my job very, very seriously. In this series of podcasts, all it is is musings that a mayor. I sound off about whatever it is that's getting right on my tits, getting up in my grill, pissing me off. Um, I'm also doffing the cap giving up the bare props for someone that I think has done something heroic during the week. I keep it local as well. I like to know what's going on in little areas around Britain, the parochial backwaters. Um, so I've got a, a go-to website that uh, lists all my favourite uh, newspapers from around the country. Uh, so I'll get that one. It's called, New, in case you're wondering, it's called Newspapers in the UK Dot com very simple newspapers in the uk.com and that gives you a portal it's like a port it's like a uh uh a line of which in the wardrobe yeah the back of the, i'm taking you through the back of the wardrobe of news uh agencies and i'm saying look look here at these obscure places around britain have still got their own newspapers because of course it's important to keep it local ain't it People up there in Cumbria, they don't care what the fuck's happening down in Plymouth. And people in Plymouth, they don't give a fuck about what's happening anywhere else in the world. Except, no, actually, it's not true. I'm thinking more down in Cornwall, yeah, across the divide, the Devon-Cornwall divide. And there, I tell you, is another world. They like to think it's another world. They got their own flag. They even got their own language down there, yeah? It's weird. Uh, I'm not saying it is all wicker man down there, but... It ain't far off. All I'm saying is a lot of furniture is made from wicker down there. Yeah? I'm going to burn some shit. Um, so, this is Mutants in a Man number eight. And of course, I mean, it's the third one or the fourth. Third one, maybe. That I've done. Or no, fourth one, of course. Four week four, a lockdown. I feel like Assange now. Yeah? I've got that Assange vibe. That is what I'm... I'm I mean, I actually... The geezer. I read the geezer. I did not know. But Assange, he has uh, fathered while he was in the Ecuadorian embassy. That geezer, he fathered two two kids. Yeah, I'm gonna get that story up for you. So I've to, but I gotta say, I do feel a little bit like him. Yeah, remember when he's like that skateboarding around the place, just having to make do by not going out. And people, we were all thinking, oh wow, how weird just to live inside constantly. Now. That shit is the absolute norm for everybody, except for some of the pricks around here that I still see wandering about, doing a wheelies on the bikes and some such like. Because this makeshift studio is in the basement of the town hall. Um, but I can see just a little, there was a foot well, a ground floor level, and I can see pretty much to just the, the street level if I, if I avert my gaze up onto the street level. I can see what people are wearing. I can see how many Pussies are walking past when they should be at home. And I know it's the same people. You think I don't know Clogman comes up and down. Like, I don't know, what is it? Brian May. Yeah, up and down this street like five or six times in half a day. I know because when I'm down here doing stuff, yeah, I can see the same clogs walking up. You don't think I know those gold Birkenstocks, yeah, with the hairy toes. I know that lady. I know that lady who's walking up and down there like five or six times a half a day. Maybe she's going to see Clogman. Maybe it's Clogman and Birkenstock's lady getting on in some kind of disgusting 
disgusting union of disgraceful footwear. Clogs. Stop wearing that shit. That is Iron Age footwear right there. Bullshit, man. Absolute bullshit. So, um, I'll be doing some of them regular items. And, of course, the community notice board, the Kentish Town community notice board. That will be up. Uh, and uh, also, Malcolm, my driver, is in the building still. I know he's here. I've got to know the ghost noises. And I've got to know Malcolm's noises. And also, I know he's here because he's left me a couple more messages. And there is one of said messages. And it's honestly, it's hard. I'm going to play you a couple. Here it goes. Graham, it's Malcolm here. Hello, sir. Uh, here is a brain teaser for you. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Four sons this mother has. North, west, east and south. Who are... Who, uh, oh, hold, hold on. Oh, right, no, I'm not on that right. Can I, can I call you back? <laughs> I'll call you back. Uh, yeah, and he, that, he did call me back. I'll play you it. He ain't so smart, this prick. Sorry about that. Uh, four sons this mother has. North, West, East, and... What's the name of the four? It's just a, it's a, it's a, one of those brain teasers, you know, thinking outside the box. I'm just, um... Uh, just, uh, I, I, I've missed, no, just ignore that. I haven't, uh, I, I'm trying to, I've, I've got this, I've read it off Instagram and I'm not sure I've got the details right, but I'm, I'm using my phone. So I can't, um, uh, uh I'll call you back. It's the Kentish Town Farmer's Market. Come and take a gander at the enormous range of fresh produce sold by home counties farmers who are wringing their hands with glee and chuckling loudly to themselves that they found a group of people stupid enough to pay through the nose for their wares. Cheeses at eye-wateringly high prices. Fresh vegetables that would cost a third of the price at Waitrose are here waiting for you. Fancy an ostrich burger or owl meat sausages with kumquat and capers. Mmm, thought not. But because you're wandering around a school car park on a Sunday morning with a Hessian Guardian tote bag, you'll literally pay anything for anything. The Kentish Town Farmer's Market. Shopping for idiots. Yeah, I'll play some of the old adverts because I feel beholden to, even though thankfully the Farmer's Market ain't coming to Kentish Town no more. Uh, I will put in a mini-mart advert, maybe in later, but uh, i got to pad out the show, i got to make it seem as though it's still a community-based show with adverts for stuff that is, like, located in my locale. Located in my locale, you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, because this is paid for by the council, I'm going to be seen to be uh, ticking all the boxes, and that means keeping our advertisers happy, and they pay for these advert spots, so there's whatever, during the corona they still want their adverts played out. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just... I'm, not, I'm facilitating. Anyway, this is Musings of the Mayor. Uh, and I think we're going to do a little bit of my Fuck Knuckle of the Week. Fuck Knuckle of the Week. Seven days a week. Fuck Knuckle. Fuck Knuckle. Fuck Knuckle of the Week. Seven days a week. Fuck Knuckle. Fuck, fuck Knuckle of the Week. Seven days a week. Fuck Knuckle. Fuck, 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 fuck. Knuckle. Seven days a week, fuck knuckle. Yeah, who's my fuck knuckle of the week? I tell you, he's always quite. 
it could just be uh, on a loop, the usuals, Boris, Rob, Trump, Patel. You understand me? You could just do it on a loop, all these pricks. But I thought I'd make it more populist and say, my, my fuck knuckle this week is Jamie Oliver. Yeah. I caught one of his little programs on the Channel 4 showing us what to do cooking with whatever is in your store cupboard. Now, I don't think uh, most people have got whatever this mug prick loser's got in his cupboard. You understand me? Some kind of like, Eskimo stock or goose fat jelly or some fat tongue in aspic. Honestly, be gone with your smooth forehead and your limited vocabulary. I tell you what, is your store cupboard is lacking in, yeah? Mr. Oliver, adjectives. Because you keep repeating the same ones, yeah? Because every time you was on TV, we understand that you, there's been no personal growth. There's been no education. There's been no self-improvement. And also, don't you stand there and pontificate to us about what we should be eating and it's time of cutting back. When you know, everyone knows, that this multi-millionaire, fat-tongued, smooth forehead prick is probably eating and barbecuing swans every night. Whatever it is that these really rich people, because he purports to be a man of the people, but he ain't like a man of my people. He ain't one of my people. Is he one of your people? I doubt it. If he's one of your people, you best press stop now. So, it just got my goal. And I thought, what is he if not a fuck knuckle? Fuck knuckle of the week. Every day of fuck knuckle. Every day, Jamie Oliver. What's your beef? What's your beef? Tell me, what's your beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? Tell me, what is your beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? Tell me, what's your beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? Tell me, what is your beef? Keith? Yeah, I'll tell you what my beef is this week. People boasting. That is what is my beef all over the socials, people. I understand people are bored. I understand people are taking on things that is new to them. I don't want to hear about it, yeah? Also, where's your proof? Where is your... It's not like I'm prepared to give people the benefit of the doubt if they cooked a nice omelette or something, yeah? Or a flan, some kind of flan-based... Uh, baking or whatever and i want to put that on instagram i mean i wouldn't be seen dead cooking something and taking a picture of it i might occasionally when i've done like an incredible uh, when i've you know understand when i've done like a, an amazing shit and sometimes you catch a glimpse of it and you think that deserves a photograph not in a kind of i want to disgust you but i'm weirdly quite proud of when it comes out and it's just got a shape to it and a girth 
it's like really like a proper carved Jacobean table leg. You understand? Anyway, people boasting, self-satisfied people with such a ludicrously inflated sense of self-worth. We've all been in lockdown, yeah? For like a few weeks. Honestly, you would have thought the folk would have been embroiled in mastering the art of something for decades, the way they will shout this from the rafters, you know? Like they've been studying, like the cold face of their chosen subject, like those Japanese fuckers who do nothing but like make noodles for their whole lifetime. Or samurai swords, yeah? A lifetime in order to get on top of it, to master it. Well, you you say you learn Chinese. Well, let me hear it. Let me hear how actually conversant you are in this notoriously, fiendishly difficult language. Oh, what, you've enrolled in an online course to learn car maintenance? Well, well, maybe I will believe you're actually any good at it when my big end goes and you can come round with your spanner set and you can fix it. Oh, you got a home studio, have you yet? Yeah, well, for your voiceover career, yeah? Well, I've seen a picture and it looks like something Chad Valley might have made for a child. My first home studio. That ain't a microphone. That's quite literally a tin of beans with a string. If you've done something, yeah, well done. Well done. Just keep it the fuck to yourself. I do not need to know. Unless I need to know. You get me. That's what's got my beef. Oh, yeah. And Malcolm still with this problem. Honestly, talk. God, have a listen to this. This is a third message, yeah? On this one subject. I, I can't. Hello, it's only me again. Look, I can't even find it now. It was on someone's story. Um, it was on Mum's story, and it's gone now, so I can't retrieve it. Anyway, it was just a brain tease. It was one of those funny things, you know, uh, a surgeon... Uh, loses a child and what what that you know oh the one about the where it reveals that it's a woman you know and goes, oh right okay I didn't think a surgeon would be a woman you know um, which uh, in this day and age is, is laughable isn't it but uh, seems to still catch people out uh, hey ho I uh, you know who, who'd like to own up to being that guy uh, in this day and age hashtag me too um, well hashtag not me actually uh, thank you very much. Um, Honestly, this geezer is lucky that it ain't left on old one of those old tape little micro cassette answer phone messages because I don't think there was enough tape in the world to capture the length and tedium of Malcolm's message and he's still going, listen. Right. Um, oh, now, I, I'm going to leave you a food parcel in the usual place. I assume you got the last one. Um, although I didn't get a get a message to confirm it either way, but the food has gone from the said drop-off point, so I'm assuming you got it. Have you got a tin opener? That's the question. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh dear, it's like the Second World War or something, isn't it, I'd imagine. Anyway. Malcolm, honestly, I did get a full parcel, and the reason I needed a tin opener... Was because you're doing the shopping 
at places with such old merchandise that they don't even have a ring pull on a tin can. So I'm having to do it the old-fashioned way. Um, okay, little other coming up. Then we're going to be doffing the cap, doing a little bit of bear props. Rao's Mini Mart, just off the high street. Late night shopping at insanely inflated prices. Whether you're off your face and in need of some sweet treats, or in desperate need of some of those last minute ingredients for that inedible bolognese, then come to Rao's and be bowled over by the pissball selection. There's meat well past its sell-by date and a whole aisle of tinned goods you've never seen before. Mmm, Rao's. That's Rao's, a lackluster shopping experience. Bear props, bear props, bear props, not bear plops. Bear props, bear props, bear props, not bear plops. Yes. Honestly, it's impossible, even if you ain't really consuming the news as often as, well, certainly like I used to do every day, waking up with it, often catching like a bit, a late bulletin or some news night, if the mate list was presenting like a bit of the maintenance um but this story is inescapable the last couple of days tom moore uh the old captain old geezer 99 he's like 100 years old in two weeks he's walked 100 laps of his garden he thought maybe i'll raise like a grand geezer at at time of going to press with the music and the mayor i raised 14 million pounds 14 one old geezer on a zimmer 14 million pound after more than nearly three quarters of a million people in the uk have done it i've said we will give you money for this extraordinary thing i mean it's unbelievable all of his family the proper made up that this geezer wandering around his garden in bedfordshire in 10 lap chunks I mean, it's just, yeah. I'm reading now. Yeah, Downing Street, of course, he's got in, hasn't he? Downing Street said Prime Minister Boris Johnson will certainly be looking at ways to recognise him. I recognise you, Johnson, don't you fucking be so... It would be marvellous to have such an honour, but I don't expect anything like that. It captured the heart of the nation, a spokesman for Mr Johnson said. Rishi Sunak, he said what he done is extraordinary. While Big Andrew, oh no, it's not Big, it's Brig, <laughs> Brigadier. I think that's short for Brigadier. I thought, <laughs> yeah, of course it's, it's Brigadier Colonel of the Yorkshire Regiment. But it'd be quite funny if he was just like, yeah, I'm Big Andrew Jackson, yeah. Uh, my name's Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Yeah, he's, he's an absolute legend. Um, celebrity judge... Judy Scheindlin, I don't know who she is. Who is she? Who is her she? What does she judge? Does she judge celebrities? Judy Scheindlin, I ain't never heard of Judy Shine. Judy, it's not even easy to say. Judy Scheindlin, she said he was remarkable. I don't even know who you are. Was for what? what? Was former Formula One champion like Damon Hill? Congratulating him on a brilliant idea. Why the oxing Damon Hill? What's Damon Hill got to do with it? Get me Damon Hill. Get me him on the phone now. I need to know what Damon Hill thinks of this. 
Why? I don't know. And why you're at it, phone up Judy Shandling. Who's Judy? I don't know. But people are going to her for comment. So she must be important. Anyway, well done. Honestly, Tom Moore, you are a hero. You're a hero in these dark times. Um, and I hope your birthday in two weeks is going to be unbelievable. God, can you imagine if there was no corona now? It was suddenly lifted. People would be all like running up to his house in Beverage Year. Like in the thousands. All paying proper due respects and bear props to Tom Moore. Amazing. That is why he's included this week. Keep it local. It's the stories of the weird, like this bloke called Soul's got a cat for a beard. Keep it local. Strictly back out the niche, I'll be vocal about a man who's called a quiche. Keep it local. Yes. Yeah, keeping it local now. We'll always take like one article ever from a local paper around the country. Uh, I use the website, those of you who've heard it before, I use the website newspapersintheuk.com. Let's go for Surrey. A local, probably about eight or nine of them here. Camberley News, a male dorking advertiser. Ipsum Guardian. Oh, you see, I like a bit of alliteration. Hazelmere Herald. Hazelmere Herald. Hello, Hazelmere Herald. Click on that. You've got your usual, of course, always oh, like the old-fashioned font, yeah? The old medieval font. And, of course, most of the stories there, yeah, bad coronas, redundancies, it ain't good. Tips for breathing at home, yeah, just do it. Keep on doing it. Death, oh, honestly, because this is like, last week is Easter, an extra, egg, extra special Easter for Platinum Pear. It should be banned. Honestly, puns like that, ban them. It should be, if you were bringing that, if you was like sub-editing that, you you call up your junior uh, uh, journalist who's writing that and coming up with that headline and they put their hand on the table and you get like a paperweight or something and you bang, really hard down on the knuckles. They should be punished for that sort of disgraceful punnery wordplay. I'm clicking on this. This is a Guinness World oh, it's a Guinness World Record. Alton, he lives on Wal Alton, where the towers is, yeah? Bob Waiton is the world's oldest living man, as ratified by the Guinness World of Records. Guess, I'm looking at a picture of him. I would say, no word of a lie, I'm not shitting in your mouth. I'm saying he'd probably be 80, 85 tops. What a fine head of hair he's got. I'd say that with quite a lot of jealousy. He's like beautifully curled. He's got a beautiful goatee. He looks, honestly, 80, 85, very tops. He's 112 years old, this geezer. 112. And he's just turned it on the end of March. So he had to have, oh, bless him. He lives in assisted living, yeah. Um, uh, people will have to stand on the grass. There's a picture of them all holding up little banners and saying, happy birthday, Old man, um, it, uh, honestly, uh, a geezer in Japan, Chitetsu Watanabe, I'm sight reading that shit and I can still do it. Chitetsu Watanabe from Japan died, age 112 and 355 days. Jesus, honestly, this geezer, he beat him for like just a matter of days. 
It's weird. Oh, he spent two years learning Mandarin. Not that he's Japanese, but he was uh, he's a uh, began teaching there. His wife was a teacher. He was in Canada. He had kids. He settled back in the UK teaching at City University. He's got 10 grandchildren, 25 great-grandchildren. And in March 18, he celebrated becoming a super centenarian. A super centenarian. Centenarian. That is it. I can't read that. I can read Japanese names off the bat, but super <laughs> centenarian. That posed a little bit of a tongue tweet. Tongue twister. I was gonna say tongue tweezer. I don't know what a tongue tweezer is, like a tongue, tongue tweezer. Um, so well done. Uh that's a nice story. Honestly, because there's too much shit, bad news and collisions and all kinds of shit, even on open roads. There's I mean, this I'm just what I'm reading on the on the, the front page of that Hazelmere Herald. So that was me keeping it local. Congratulations. Um I suppose we're coming to the end of half an hour. Thank you very much for listening to the Musings of the Mayor. I'm just sounding off about anything. Uh, if you would like to get in touch, then do it. Do it on the Twitter, Mayor of Kentown, Mayor of Kentown. Let me know um, and we can talk, we can converse. And if you want to come around, if you've got something, uh, if you've got something, in fact, that you want to get off your chest, you can do it by going on the website, of the mayor of Kentish Town and getting the number and leaving your message. Yeah, I didn't include one this week. I didn't include one of my little community notice boards, but I promise I will do that next week. And Malcolm, come and see me. But thank you very much for listening to Musings of the Mayor.